This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Do you find yourself doubting your accomplishments are good enough or even deserved? Do you have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud? If so, you may be suffering from imposter syndrome or the imposter experience. What is the imposter syndrome and how can you overcome it? If you want the answers to those questions, you're going to want to tune in to this episode as I speak with Dr. Ijama Wogu to find the answers. Dr. Ijoma Wogu is an adjunct professor at the University of Houston, and she is the associate director of the Multicultural Center at Rice University. She is an expert in overcoming the imposter experience or imposter syndrome. Dr. Wogu, welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast. Thank you so much, Eddie. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm happy to have you here. You and I first met through our work at ATD, the Association for Talent Development, and then we would see each other at different events and later on ended up sharing something new now, uh, an affiliation through our work at Rice University. Yeah, absolutely. So I've gotten to know a little bit more about you and the amazing work that you're doing. And so I wanted to have you on the show to talk about something that I am seeing a lot in my work as an executive coach and as a leadership coach, and that is the imposter syndrome. Can you tell us what is the imposter syndrome? Yes, the imposter syndrome or the imposter experience. And some people are moving away from referring to it as a syndrome because it sounds pretty clinical. It's not a psychological disorder. And so we all understand it to be a common phenomenon, a common experience that most of us will experience at one point in our lives or another. So, you know, that's why a lot of people are referring to it as the imposter phenomenon, or you could refer to it as imposter feelings or simply the imposter experience, right? So I think, uh, I believe that the imposter syndrome language is still relevant. You know, many people know it as such, but um, for me, I, 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 you know, 
go between using the words or the phrase imposter feelings, imposter experience, imposter phenomenon. Um, But to give you some information about the imposter experience, it's generally known as this persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. So roughly 80% of all people will encounter, you know, these feelings or this experience at one point in their lives or another. And it's a pretty... Oh, yes. It's wow. pretty much everyone, you know. That's, that's um, what I was thinking. That means almost all of us will go through this. Most okay. people, absolutely. And, you know, it's a pretty universal experience. And a lot of people have this inability to really internalize their accomplishments or they may feel like they don't deserve the success that they've achieved. Or, you know, when they look at their success, they dismiss it as, you know, they were lucky or good timing was the reason for it. or. Um, It was the result of deceiving others. And many people feel incompetent or that they don't belong, or you'll find individuals who dwell on maybe failures or mistakes or even critical feedback that they've received from a supervisor, and they really take it to heart. I know some individuals who even believe that their charm um, or their personality got them to a particular leadership position, and it wasn't something that they merited or something that they earned. Rather, you know, their cool personality, right? So when people are experiencing these imposter feelings, they may feel fearful of a situation that they're in or a particular context or feel anxiety and nervousness and just generally feeling like a phony, right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes um, in terms of the behavioral aspect, you'll see individuals withdraw from group situations or withdraw from a responsibility or isolate themselves or remain silent. If there's like a group dialogue going on, they don't want to uh, feel like they're being found out if they open their mouths and say something. So they choose silence. Um, And then you'll find those who are working around the clock, waking up early or staying late and overworking themselves because they really want to perfect a particular skill or understand something better if they were, you know, presenting in the classroom or presenting in the workplace or whatever the case may be. That's just an example. So you'll find some of these behaviors as well. And the imposter experience, it definitely occurs, you know, during various periods throughout one's lifetime. So what is the root of the imposter experience? Oh, it's just a common experience that we all will encounter at some point in our lives or another, and it can be overcome. You know, I believe imposter syndrome or imposter experience is rooted in fear. And I believe um, that fear, it, it, it could stay with you for a while. Um, But the key to overcoming the imposter experience is to take positive action. Even if you feel the anxiety, even if you feel the fear, you just take positive action until you become more familiar with a particular setting or you become more comfortable within that setting. So, yeah. All right. As you said, 80% of us will experience that at Mm -hmm. one time or another. Now, tell us a little bit more about who it affects in terms of the age. Well, the key for me is context. And if you have entered a novel experience, right, if you're if you're you could be 60, 50, whatever age, uh, older person who's had life experience, but there might be a particular area that you don't have much exposure in. When I think of technology and how a lot of younger folks are more in tune and more astute with what's going on with technology than some older folks. You could think of it that way. You know, an older person may feel like an imposter in understanding some some components of technology. And so it totally depends on 
you know, if, if a situation is new for you, if you're not too familiar with it, uh, if you're outnumbered in that space. Um, but over time, I, I do believe people can develop the confidence that they need to understand that there's potential to learn and feel comfortable in whatever space they're in to be patient with themselves, to acquire those skills and to not allow the, you know, not to allow imposter feelings to overtake them, to dictate how they go about learning something or pursuing something. Thank you. And does gender play a role? It can. You know, it certainly can, especially when you think about um, subordinated identity, identity groups in every social identity category. And so if we take gender, for example, and women, um, there's something known as stereotype threat where there's a where you have a stigma in your in your mind about how others may perceive you based off of stereotypes. And so, you know, all the different stereotypes about women, for example, women are too emotional to be leaders. And that's totally false. That's fake news, right? <laughs> too emotional to be leaders or any other stereotype you can think of. Um, that could be a threat in someone's mind to try to not present as someone that's quote unquote, too emotional in a workplace, right? So that could certainly make someone feel like, okay, I have to work very hard to make sure I don't fulfill the stereotype so people won't judge me. And that also uh, allows, that also makes people feel like imposters in whatever space that they're in. Does this affect women more than men? Research has shown that it, it does not. It affects men just as it affects women. Absolutely. During one of my conference sessions in, in speaking with some of the audience members who, who coaches, you know, a lot of people in the workplace where they work, um, they, they, they coached a lot more men <laughs> through this process of, of, un, of um, over, overcoming the imposter experience more than they did with the women in the workplace. And I thought that was very fascinating. Um, but yeah. I, I, I certainly believe that it equally affects us all. Um, research has supported that as well. All right. So is there a generational component to the imposter syndrome? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I believe that imposter syndrome has always been around. Recently, there's been language around it in order for people to identify it and understand that you know, there's not something wrong with them. Rather, this is a common experience that they're having. And so uh, Clance Imes, two researchers who studied and coined the term imposter syndrome in the 70s, were the ones who started this investigation and sharing with the world about the imposter syndrome. And from then on, it's taken off and more and more people are learning about it. But certainly, I, I do believe that it's not necessarily a generational. So when you think about uh, the current day today, there are a lot more stressors than there were in many decades ago, right? So with more stressors, certainly there are more reasons for people to feel like imposters. So there might be some changes in that regard. Um, but overall, I do believe that imposter syndrome or imposter feelings have always been around. Uh, it's just people are developing a language around it. And they're, because of a lot more stressors in society, there are a lot more reasons to feel like an imposter in the different spaces that we're trying to navigate, navigate on social media, in the workplace, in different leadership positions, in our social settings, right? Yes, yes. Very interesting. And then when we think about other countries, 
Is there an imposter experience that affects other countries equally? Or even mm-hmm. uh, those of us who may be here in the States as we travel to other countries, do we now mm-hmm. feel like an imposter in our travels? Uh, mm-hmm. What role does the, the cultural demographics have with this? Sure. I mean, I think it's just generally human nature. For example, when I think of one of the reasons why people experience imposter feelings is because they are in uh, very competitive environments where there are high expectations. And that's a very common experience, whether you're in the workplace or any other situation. I believe many other countries will have situations where people are competing with one another or there are high expectations for them to perform in a certain way. So with that, will come feelings of like, am I good enough? Can I do this? Right. And comparing each other, uh, comparing themselves to one another. Right. So I I think it goes across the board. It it certainly is a common experience that we all will encounter no matter, you know, what cultural upbringing we have. It's a common human experience. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Wogu. Well, we're talking to Dr. Wogu about the imposter experience, what it is, and how we can overcome it if it is affecting us. And it sounds like it affects most of us at one point or another. So we'll take a brief break right here to have a word from our sponsors. And we'll be right back with Dr. Wogu. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. This is Lou Diamond from Thrive Loud with Lou Diamond, and you are listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner. We are back and we are talking to Dr. Ijama Wogu, and she is explaining to us the imposter experience. Dr. Wogu, before our break, you were defining what the imposter experience is and who it affects. Mm-hmm. But we talked about several areas, but there's one area or group that we did not talk about, and that is leaders. How does the imposter experience affect leaders? Absolutely. So leaders you know, we encourage leaders to show up as full participants in whatever space they're in. So when someone is feeling like an imposter in a a particular context, they're not able to show up as full participants and um, contribute in a group setting. And so that's something that we, we want to work on with leaders. We want leaders to feel empowered to be full participants and contribute within that group setting. It also limits leaders from exploring new possibilities or giving them the courage to pursue new experiences. And we certainly want our leaders to be explorative and to be more courageous in in their endeavors. And so that's something that is concerning as well. And as leaders, it's really important for us to take care of ourselves, right? To be internal activists, right? And to uh, apply effective self-care. So If you are dealing with imposter feelings, that comes with stress and anxiety and a challenge with feeling confident about yourself and possibly even depression and shame and self-doubt, all these negative feelings that may come with feeling like an imposter. And that doesn't really uh, aid in someone's uh, application of self-care, right? So we we certainly want to be mindful of that as well. 
So you used an interesting phrase there that I've not heard before. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot about self-care, but I've mm-hmm. not heard the phrase internal activists being sure. applied to taking care of one's self. Yeah. I like that. Tell me a little bit more about that, please. Oh, I mean, that's just what it is. You know, we're we're activists, whether we're holding picket signs and protesting or if we're advocating for someone, we're all activists in some way or advocating for our interests or our needs. So oftentimes we we have this external activism, but what about the internal activism? How are we advocating for ourselves? How are we taking care of ourselves? And so that's that's pretty much what I mean by how are you advocating for yourself? How are you caring for yourself? That's a very nice way of putting it. And so if a leader is not comfortable with who they are, then they're not able to activate their own defenses right. for themselves. They're not able to uh, participate and fully be present and give of mm-hmm. themselves in the context where they should because of suffering from this. So how can they overcome it? Sure. And before I kind of go over some tips for overcoming imposter feelings, it's really important. I really want your audience to know that you know, these imposter feelings, they may not disappear, right, as soon as you want them to, but it's all about taking positive actions. uh, And in that way, you can overcome these feelings. So the first piece of feedback that I like to share, especially with my undergraduate students, is to keep a success document. What I mean by a success document, it's simply a written list of all of your accomplishments, your skills, your qualities, you know, what you have to offer in a particular space and why you deserve to be there and why you are more than enough. Sometimes when we have a written uh, document that we could whip out and revisit when we're feeling these feelings, it really could help us reshape our mindset and remember how awesome we are, right? Mm -hmm. I have my success document that I whip out occasionally when, you know, these negative thoughts cloud my thinking and I have to be reminded of how awesome I am. Another thing that I encourage people to do, there's a common saying, you can't heal what you don't reveal. So I'm all about letting people know how you feel. So I encourage all leaders to talk about imposter feelings early with trusted folks, with your colleagues. Um, You might be in a classroom setting with your classmates. Um, And what you're doing there is you're owning these feelings. So imposter syndrome won't own you. Really important. Um, because by staying silent and not telling anyone how you're feeling, you're allowing those feelings to dictate how you go about your relationships, how you go about your performance and all that. Yeah. So, so that's one of my it. favorite books says oh, yeah. you allow your mm-hmm. silence to turn into violence if you're not careful. Oh my, that's good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Another really important thing is to pay attention to your network and to really surround yourself with supportive people who, you know, people who validate you, people who value you, right? These folks also need to be able to challenge you and to encourage you, but it's really important that these people respect you and value you so that you could feel empowered to go out and pursue all of your goals. Another thing I would say is to take in positive affirmations that people share with you. I sometimes even have a difficult time doing that. You know, you kind of get shy when someone's complimenting you, but internalize these, this positive feedback that people are giving you, if they're telling you you're a great presenter, you're a great planner, you know, you are a great report writer, internalize these acknowledgements and you could even add them to your success document. Okay. Oftentimes, um, a lot of leaders feel incompetent or inadequate in their performance, but it's really important to remain engaged in the areas that you want to master. 
And it's really important because practice makes better. We know that. Um, the more you practice something, the better you get. And sometimes people want to feel familiar with what they're doing in order to build that confidence. So it's about being patient and remaining engaged instead of quitting because you don't believe in yourself, just to stay engaged in that particular skill set that you're trying to develop. That's another piece of feedback. It's really important to also just trust the process, trust the process of growth when you enter new spaces where you feel like an imposter um, and to understand that real learning, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight um, to become comfortable within a space or to become familiar with a particular skill set. Okay, good. Thank you for sharing that. So can you just give us a summary of each of those again? Mm -hmm. Give us six tips. Oh, yeah. Number one, you could keep a success document. Number two, you could talk about your imposter feelings early. And number three, surround yourself around supportive people. Number four, take in positive affirmations people share with you. Internalize them. Number five, stay engaged in the areas you want to master. And number six, trust the process. Excellent. So thank you for sharing those tips to help leaders overcome their imposter feelings. And if I were to add one more, I encourage everyone to seek out a leadership coach, especially if you're dealing, dealing with imposter syndrome. Eddie's a great leadership coach. I myself, I'm a leadership coach. I enjoy walking folks through the process of, you know, overcoming these imposter feelings, right? So that is super key. And I encourage uh, all of your listeners to pursue a leadership coach. Well, I certainly didn't ask for that, but I will take the endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> yes, everyone. Number seven. Let's flip that to number one. No, no. <laughs> no you're right, though. Uh, as, as like leadership coaches, we absolutely specialize in helping people to overcome these types of feelings. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. certainly, as you mentioned earlier, that it can be recurring and mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily go away right away or as fast as we would like. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. How would you summarize our conversation today, Dr. Wogu? Sure. I mean, I'm not sure if I mentioned this already, but just know that every leader really has the potential to make a great leader or to excel at something you're looking to excel at. You already have what it takes. It's just a matter of taking that positive action, even if you feel fearful of whatever you're pursuing or whatever space you're in, as long as you stick with the plan of action that you have for yourself and work towards achieving your goals, even if you feel anxious, that is really the key. You already have the potential, but you know, like I mentioned before, really work to perfect that craft that you're working towards, right? That you're working to, uh, to be more skilled at. So that's the main message there. All right. Very good. And on the Keep Leading podcast, we want to give leaders words of wisdom that will help them keep leading. Do you have any words of wisdom or a quote that you would like to share? Oh, yeah. You know, serving as a leadership coach for uh, the Leadership Institute, which is a national um, institute for college students who are developing their leadership capacities. Um, one of the models for that organization is to have a healthy disregard for the impossible. And in going through that program, I mean, that really stuck with me. It was really inspiring. And it really shifted my paradigm in terms of how I think about what I could achieve in life. So. Uh, the healthy disregard part is about just having this balanced, um, careful uh, and planned way of pursuing 
what you want to pursue. And um, it's about going for both your small and big goals and knowing that they are absolutely possible to achieve no matter what someone says, right? Oftentimes when leaders share their goals or their vision with their friends or colleagues or whatnot, those people may not understand um, and they may uh, discourage you from even wanting to pursue that particular goal. But it's really important to know that that vision wasn't for them. That vision is for you. And that's why you're the one who's able to see it. So not to get discouraged in what's possible. And at the same time, having this healthy disregard for the impossible, you know, you're still planned in trying to execute what you want to achieve, but you know that you could achieve all things, anything that you set your mind mind to. So that's that's my favorite little motto there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Have a healthy disregard for the impossible. Yes. Where can my listeners learn more about you? Sure. You could visit my website at everlead.info. That's E-V-E-R-L-E-A-D.info. Or you could shoot me an email if you're interested in speaking with me more about the imposter experience at everleadcc at gmail.com. Or you could follow me on Twitter at... Wogu, N-W-A-G-U. Excellent. Well, we will put all that in the show notes so that people can connect with you and reach out to you to learn more. Thank you for being a guest on the Keep Leading Podcast. Awesome. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. That concludes this episode, everyone. I'm Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator, reminding you that leadership is not about our title or our position. Leadership is an activity. Leadership is action. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.